Good morning, Colorado. You're listening to The Daily Sunup. The Daily Sunup podcast is a conversation with the Colorado Sun. See our trust indicators at coloradosun.com slash ethics. It's Wednesday, February 28th. Today, Colorado's presidential primary is Tuesday, and Colorado Sun political reporters Jesse Paul and Brian Eason are here to break down how to cast your vote who's on the ballot, and what they'll be watching on Election Day. Before we begin, whether you're buying a new home, taking a loan to purchase your first car, or putting money away for a rainy day, banking doesn't need to be complicated. Above all else, Alpine Bank wants you to achieve your dreams. It's that simple. For 50 years, our focus has been on you, and for the next 50 and beyond, that won't change. Because a better tomorrow for our customers starts with helping their dreams come true today. Learn more about Alpine Bank and its services at alpinebank.com or stop in and see us. Now let's go back in time with some Colorado history. Historians often criticize President James Buchanan for his inaction as the Civil War approached, but his decision on this day in 1861 to sign the Organic Act played a pivotal role in creating Colorado. Amidst the gold rush chaos, local residents, lacking legal backing, took matters into their own hands by establishing laws and a makeshift government named Jefferson Territory. Recognizing the area's value and aiming to secure its allegiance to the Union, Congress moved quickly to formalize its status. After much debate over its name, with many options considered, Colorado was chosen, inspired by the Colorado River. Thus, with defined boundaries, a chosen name, and Buchanan's crucial signature, Colorado was officially formed, laying the groundwork for its future statehood. Before we continue, thanks for listening to The Daily Sunup from the Colorado Sun. Please take a moment to rate and review us in your podcast player. Tell us what you think of the show, share your ideas, and help us reach new listeners. Thank you. Next, our feature story. Good morning, Son of Listeners. I'm Brian Eason on the politics team, and today we're going to talk a little bit about Colorado's presidential primary, which is coming up fast. It's already going to be here on Tuesday. Fellow politics reporter Jesse Paul is here to talk about what you need to do. Hi, Jesse. Hey. First question. What do folks need to know about voting? Yeah, so if you're already a registered voter in Colorado, you would have gotten either a Democratic or Republican ballot. If you're an unaffiliated voter, you got both ballots. And what you need to know is that You basically just have to fill it out by Tuesday. If you got one of those ballots and you're trying to mail it back in, it's too late to do that. So you got to use a Dropbox at this point. And also there are in-person voter service centers that are open in each county across Colorado. If you are an unaffiliated voter and you got both the Democratic and Republican primary ballot, you can only vote on one of those. So don't fill them both out and turn them in. They'll both be invalidated. And if you're new to Colorado for some reason and you're listening to this podcast, thank you for listening You can actually register to vote on the same day as the election. So up to 7 p.m. on Election Day, that's when polls close in Colorado. As long as you bring the appropriate documentation to a a voter service center, you can become a voter and vote right there at the same spot. And again, for folks who maybe are running into issues like by our editor, for instance, her dog actually ate one of her ballots. She could just go in person as a in-person voter and fill that out. Uh, just as long as she didn't turn in the previous one. So Colorado tries to make things very easy, easy for voters. There's a lot of different options. But bottom line is, as long as your ballot is in the hand of your county's clerk by 7 p.m. on Election Day, or as long as you're in line to vote by 7 p.m. on Election Day, you can cast a ballot in this year's presidential primary election. Okay, well, let's move on to the Democratic ballot. Who's on it? People you'd expect. Uh, President Joe Biden is on there. 
uh, Dean Phillips, a congressman who, who's tried to challenge President Biden, is also on there. Probably the most interesting person or non-person who's on the ballot is the non-committed delegate selection on the ballot, which is basically kind of a none of the above option. The Democratic Party doesn't like when we call it that, but that's really what it is. And basically how it works is that you can send a non-committed delegate to the Democratic National Committee Convention to basically, at, at first they have to vote not committed, but then they would be able to vote for whichever candidate they want to. So for folks who maybe don't like President Biden or the other choices on the ballot, this is kind of seen as a way to say, look, I, I want you to go. And if there's another option that maybe arises on the floor, go ahead and take that. So I think what's also important to know is that Colorado is not a winner-take-all presidential primary. There are delegates that are up for grab, actually 87 of them. So how much each of those candidates get, each of the presidential primary candidates, or that uncommitted delegate or non-committed delegate option really depends on how well or how many votes each one of those folks get. So the Democrats have a very complicated apportionment system in Colorado. I, I won't try to explain it, but essentially, you know, depending on how each option, ballot option does in the Democratic ballot in each congressional district and, and statewide, those 87 de- delegates will be kind of split up appropriately. That's interesting. Okay, so who, who's uh, who's on the Republican ballot this year? President Donald Trump and Nikki Haley, uh, former governor of South Carolina, really the main folks you have to know. There's actually more candidates on the Republican primary ballot who have dropped out of the contest than those who are actually in it. So the main folks you need to know about again, are Trump and Nikki Haley. Republicans, similar to Democrats, don't have a winner-take-all system in Colorado. They have 37 delegates to their national convention that are up for grabs, and the candidate must win at least 20% of the statewide vote in Colorado to actually secure some of those delegates. Kind of a similar apportionment system that works out for Republicans, too, depending on how many folks actually make it to the next level. And so just to back up a second, like I mentioned, there's a lot of folks on the ballot who are no longer in the race, and that includes folks like Ron DeSantis, Chris Christie, Asa Hutchinson, Vivek Ramaswamy. Even on the Democratic ballot, you've got Marianne Williamson. All these folks are no longer in the race. But because Colorado's ballot was certified back in January, actually quite early in January, those folks had to be on the ballot just in case they wanted to still be in the race. So if you cast a ballot for one of those people, it may still be counted by the state. It just depends on whether or not those folks have formally withdrawn with state election officials. And last week, I checked, nobody had. But Look, you'll be casting a ballot for somebody who's no longer running for president. So, you know, do that with with caution if you if you, if you want your vote to actually count. Yeah. So for a lot of voters, uh, you know, a rematch between President Biden and former President Donald Trump almost feels like a foregone conclusion at this point. But, but what, what will you be watching on election day? That's right. I think we kind of expect President Donald Trump to run away with the Republican primary here, and President Biden to run away with the Democratic one. Let's start with the Democratic side. I think that non-committed delegate choice is really interesting, and we'll see how many Colorado voters actually select that, whether it's Democrats or unaffiliated. And then on the Republican side, you know, when we see polling right now, former President Trump is really popular among Republican voters in Colorado. There was a recent poll that came out. I think it showed like 75% of Republican voters in the state registered Republicans approve of him and the job that he's doing, even though he's no longer president. Whereas I think 25% would be questioned. So maybe Nikki Haley gets that 25% of the vote. Who knows? Maybe unaffiliated voters decide to cast kind of a protest vote against Trump. We know that he's pretty unpopular with unaffiliated and Democratic voters in Colorado. So again, assuming that Joe Biden and Donald Trump are ultimately the nominees, we're heading toward the November election where 
it's kind of a foregone conclusion in Colorado. Joe Biden should should win the state. Okay, great. Is there anything else coming up that we need to know about? Yeah, so folks are actually going to be voting three times this year. There's going to be the March 5th presidential primary, again, coming up on Tuesday. Then in June 25th, we're going to have the state primary election. So for state offices like legislature, uh, there's a C region statewide race. And then all of the congressional districts are also going to have primary elections, assuming that folks have challengers. So you're going to be getting another ballot in, in June. Don't worry if you're not seeing those names on the current ballot. And then November is the general election. Ahead of that June 25th primary election, though, in Colorado, there's going to be caucuses, which is how folks actually make the ballot. And the caucus assembly process begins basically just after the presidential primary. So if you're a registered Democrat or Republican, I think you have to already be registered with the parties at this point to participate in the caucuses. You should reach out to your local party or the state party to find out where your local caucuses are. Again, you have to show up kind of one night for a few hours and talk to your neighbors and and fellow voters about uh, which candidates you'd like to see on the primary ballot. It's it's kind of a cool process. Not a lot of folks know about it and participation is low, but it's something that you should know about if you're interested in the political process. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Jesse. That was a great primer. Uh, and, and thank you to our listeners. You can always get more politics and policy news and analysis from The Sun by subscribing to the Unaffiliated newsletter. And that comes out Tuesdays and Fridays. Thanks, Brian. Thanks. Finally, here are a few stories that you should know about today. A new federal complaint alleges that Colorado Medicaid is failing people with severe disabilities as the agency retools how it provides coverage. The Colorado Center on Law and Policy and the National Health Law Program say the government-funded insurance program is letting people slip through the cracks as it updates its case management procedures and revamps its computer system. The problems are coming at a time when the Medicaid division has been overwhelmed with redetermining people's eligibility, which was not required during a three-year pause during the coronavirus pandemic. Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley took aim at former President Donald Trump during a rally in Colorado on Tuesday, one week before the state's presidential primary election. Haley told supporters that chaos follows Trump, saying that no Republican in Colorado has received more than 45% of the votes statewide since he became president. The former UN ambassador criticized her one-time boss over big spending and higher national debt during his administration, and his opposition to a failed bill that would have spent billions to strengthen border security. A Fort Collins bookshop has a help-wanted ad sure to appeal to book lovers. The reader-in-residence at Perilandra Bookshop gets a stipend, a coffee allowance, and just one job requirement, reading to themselves in the shop at least a couple of times a week. The pay is $50 a month plus $50 for coffee. The position was dreamed up by Joe Braun, the principal book buyer at Perilandra, who wanted to create an opportunity to learn with no obligation to teach. Visit coloradosun.com for more information on this dream job. For more information on all of these stories, visit our website, coloradosun.com. And don't forget to tune in again next time. Now, a quick message from our team. Hi, I'm Tamara Chung, and I write about business and technology for the Colorado Sun. A large part of my beat is the Colorado economy and covering the ups and downs of losing a job, finding a job, running a business, all that fun stuff. You'll find coverage every Saturday in What's Working, and it's free because we feel all Coloradans need to know this stuff in order to stay better informed. You know, that's how we roll here, by the way. And that's why we'd appreciate your support to help keep the Colorado Sun sustainable. If you'd like to become a member, you can just go to coloradosun.com slash join today. Thanks.